time to catch up on the Malloy Drive Show. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. He sure is. Hello, Dave. How goes? Going we all well, good? Mick. Very well. I cannot wait. Hey, a special day today. We welcome to the program for the very first time the great man himself, Jim Jeffries. Yeah. Live from LA. I love catching up with him. He did our pub shout. He's a friend of the show. Bit to talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bit going on in America since we saw him last. We'll hear what he's up to. He's got a podcast out. Cannot wait. Then, mm. back here in our own country, Australian musical royalty, the, well, uh, Daryl Braithwaite. He is. He's got many he was the uh, king strings of pop. to his bow. He was the king of well, pop for many years. So king of pop, yeah. 75 to 77. Thank you. In fact, that's how he answers his phone, according <laughs> to James Rain. Hello, king of pop, 1975 <laughs> to 77. Uh, he's got the, he's got that. The three-peat. Yeah, yeah. The three-peat. Plus, he, Horses is 30 years old today. Uh, what, and it's, it's, it's Daryl Braith Day. Yeah, I'm uh, wearing the, the t company's calling it. Yep. And happy Daryl Braith Day. 30 years. An iconic song. Uh, it's we'll one of those songs it, that brings everybody together. Everybody can sing that song and have a real fair crack at it as well. You know, I love it's, it. my karaoke, it's my karaoke. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask him if I can do a duet with him. <laughs> do, do you think you'll be open to that? Well, just don't mention the whole sort of Hall of Fame thing because this gets really awkward when you bring that up. Oh, I'll have to bring no. it up. He's got a hand one of them back. <laughs> Hey, uh, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to do world news. Yes. A, a shocking new COVID development. I'm going to get to it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, mm. but this is now beyond a joke. Right. I've had it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to go live in the Antarctic. All right. I'm going to do something, but I'm not putting up with this. <laughs> Wait till you hear what they're asking you to do now, people. <laughs> you are going to... Yeah, you got to stick around you I think it's a practical joke. I'm not quite no. sure. Who knows? Hey, we've been... Promising it for days. Yep. Athletes making cameos in films. Get ready to go, people. Mm. We promise we'll get round to it today. We've got the song Whisperer. Oh. We've got Gone Wild. Man. It was Goat Madness yesterday. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. A lot to get through. The goats, you know when you stumble across something? <laughs> we had a go at a guy yesterday. We said he let himself down. He let Australia down. Yeah. On, on what's supposed to be our national day, mm. he, you think of all the animals you could be attacked by, like Snakes a crocodile or a crocs. snake, a shark, yeah, yeah, a spider. Hey, remember the guy who got bitten on the balls by a, <laughs> a redback yeah. that was under his toilet seat lid? Now, that's Australian. Exactly. That's what well, you this think. guy got knocked over by a goat. <laughs> they called three ambulances while the goat stood around watching. Goats are, are we... dicks. I told you that yesterday. They so, are the dick of the animal world. So that's our premise today. <laughs> we're going to do Gone Wild. And we're yep. going to say, what uh, are the dicks of the animal world? And the goat <laughs> is right up there. Jay Miller's with us. Jay, you've posted a picture. Can we put it on our, our you socials? It's, it's How on old Instagram are you? and you can put it there. I, I would have been young. I'm maybe, I'm looking at that, five or six maybe. Not not that old. And a and goat been, has knocked me over the at a children's zoo. I've been knocked over by a goat at, at, at the children's zoo <laughs> well, in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome from the goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the goat is just gone bonkers. Yeah. I said, There's no follow-up photo. I asked my mom and dad, what photos do you have of the incident? And they said, well, we only got this one. And I think there's no follow-up photo because my parents who were taking that photo had to rescue me from the goat. <laughs> it's the circling goat me a like dick. a heavyweight boxer who's not goat, somebody well, it, it looks like you need like your, I've looked at it, you need a little matador costume. <laughs> <laughs> you like a tiny little matador costume. You look cute as, by the way. Oh, adorable. I, Thank I, you. I have to say. 
Uh, but it's a pity the goat didn't finish you off because <laughs> it's been a sad story ever since. Would, would have been better for everyone if you just had been taken out by the tiny goat. <laughs> so you've been you've been attacked by a goat, Dave. Have you been attacked? I have. By... Lake Wendouree in Ballarat when I was a kid, and I'm still scarred, and I still hate them today. Is swans? I was swans. bitten by a swan. They're dicks. They're they dicks are. of the animal. You know what? They get away with it because they look so elegant. That's right. But they're they big, are necks. giant dickheads. Yeah, no good. They will go you, uh, black swan in particular, I have no time for. <laughs> I have been chased down a mountainside by geese. And let me yeah. tell you, they are they are nasty. They're bullies, aren't they? The geese are yeah. nasty. In fact, some countries, hello everyone in Mykonos, <laughs> which is where they, chase, they, chase, they use them as like watchdogs. Really? Because they're highly alert. Yeah, they yeah. travel in packs. So and they're I'm, kind of startling I'm, when they sort of come towards you, flapping the, the wings. and the... They, they will go you. <laughs> they, they will, will go you. But I was blown away by our... Uh, have we got a package? Can we play just a package yeah, of our yeah. goat calls from yesterday? Take Have a listen. Mum had goats and Dad's brother came up to visit us on the farm because he just brought a brand new Valiant wagon, shiny blue. Mm. My uncle went in the shed to have a bit of a yarn about the farm and <laughs> they come back out and there's about six or seven goats on the roof of the bonnet. <laughs> Not the Valiant. uncle was furious. Um, I used to own a goat. Her name was Gertie. 200 kilos. Her horns were about 40 centimetres long. Jump up the fence and give me cuddles, lick me face, <laughs> and then the missus used to come out and she used to ram that bed so like <laughs> Yeah, I had a goat when I was a kid. He used to bite holes in all my dad's rock concert t-shirts oh, no. um, and decided to have a good chomp on the garden hose. Got stuck in his intestines. That was the end. It's a good thing about owning a goat and it passes is surely that's dinner. <laughs> that's a cracking curry you've got right there, Kelly. Mate, I'm an ex-copper. Many years ago I was working out in the bush, parked my cop car out the front, <laughs> come outside to leave, and I kid you not, there's about 15 goats standing on my cockpit. Hoof damage. You've got to go through reams of paperwork. So I tell yeah, the boss, yeah, yeah. and he doesn't believe me. And he goes, I've got to go down and talk to this woman. Comes back about half an hour later, 15 goats standing on his cockpit. <laughs> and there's two bloody cockpits sitting in there, carved in bloody hoof marks. Oh, <laughs> my God. You get the idea. We've got <laughs> yeah. people calling now. I'll tell you what to do. Can we take those calls and hold them, and we'll yep. bring them back uh, in the next hour when we do Biggest Dicks of the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Brought to you today by the goat. Yep. Hey, uh, when we come back, it's our uh, time for Around the Ground. Yeah. We're going around the world. News from around the world. And al- about an alarming news. development, too. In an the... alarming development. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to miss this. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. But it's time for some world news. World news, okay. I, it's with a very heavy heart and a sombre tone I deliver you the latest news from China, oh. which already has a lot to answer for as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Um, this is clearly uh, COVID-19 has ravished the world. Oh, yeah. 2020 100 was million sh- people now have been yeah, affected with the yeah. virus. And it's, it's not over by a long shot. No, not at all. Uh, vaccinations, of course, are arriving soon. In the mm. meantime, people are still uh, expected uh, to go and get a uh, test. No, oh, yeah. Test. I better test. Up, you better up test. until now, involved a nasal swab. Quite, Quite invasive nasal swab. Yeah. 
Uh, where something stuffed down your nose. It's probably like a pipe cleaner that goes yeah. for about a <laughs> foot. Right. It almost touches your brain. It's not that comfortable. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's invasive, as I said, uh, yeah. and it was hard to put up with. However, the latest developments are shocking mm. and, uh, quite frankly, uh, alarming. News out of China. Mm. China, <laughs> China has begun anal swabbing. I beg your pardon. Uh, that's right, you heard me. Uh, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, just when this pandemic you thought was disappearing in the rear vision mirror, they just take it up a notch. What do you mean? Like, Listen to me, oh, Dave. Okay. China has begun using anal swabs to test those it considers to be at high risk of contracting COVID-19. Uh, this is according to their own state TV. The anal swabs method mm. can increase the detection rate of infected people. Mm. As traces of the virus linger longer in the anus than in the respiratory tract, a senior doctor from uh, Beijing's uh, Wuhan Hospital. Right. That's interesting development, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to make those drive-through testing sites <laughs> <laughs> pretty fruity. Yeah. Just pull up and check a brown <laughs> on. What are you doing? Here for an anal swab? Nah, just piss farting around. <laughs> 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 But a queue of cars, no. what is it, a queue of cars that go outside of a shopping centre yep. for, for two and a half kilometres with it. everyone with their ass out no. the window. No one wants that. No and by the way, that. I told you, it was about a foot and a half, the old nasal <laughs> s- swab. It's quite lengthy, isn't it? You're not, yeah. going, you're not going to be asking for a second opinion. <laughs> Put it that way. Ah, that's an awful job. Do, do, you know what, do you know what I feel sorry for? Who's I that? really do. The health workers, like no, up until no. now, I've, I've said they're heroes, but Not now, That's right. now they are. Hey, everyone, <laughs> once anal swabbing starts, I want you to start banging your pots and pans <laughs> again out the window and think about, think about our health workers yep. who have already yes. gone above and beyond. Oh. Imagine if that was your day. <laughs> I, do you know what I'd want? What a crossbow or something, and I'd do it from about. <laughs> I do it from about 20 feet, like a oh. target. Can you, I, I, you know, who's, who's lining up for one no of these? One. And why? No. Why? No. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, no. Uh, what are you here for, sir? <laughs> will swab. All right. At least those smocks that have no back on the bot bot <laughs> might finally, <laughs> might finally come in handy. I mean, <sighs> Thanks a lot, China. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm starting to think? This is just a massive practical joke. Maybe played it by is. China. Oh, watch out. Yep. Oh, no, there's a cut. Oh, yep, there it is. You'll need a, yep. you'll need an, you'll, yeah, you'll need a nasal swab. <laughs> you'll have to wait a year for vaccine and then I'll, uh, one up the pooper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <sighs> I, you know what? It's hard enough to get men to go to the. <laughs> That's right. To go and get your health checked. Yeah. But I just. Nah. Go, what's the worst that could happen with COVID? I might run, take my chances. <laughs> That's above the call Please, of duty for the front Can someone line, just give me the vaccine? Yeah. Can we someone turn up <laughs> right. with, a, with a giant vaccine? Yeah. And just finish this. Yes. That's enough. Hey, um, can I just. You know what, I'm going to leave it there because we've got royalty waiting. We, we really do. do. This is a big day. It's a huge day in Australian music and one we will all say, I remember what I was, I was doing when 30 years of horses were celebrated, people. And the great Daryl Braithwaite right after this. He needs Triple an answer.
the program, Toots. This is Malloy. And today being the 28th of January, 2021, oh, is Daryl Braith Day because 30 years ago today was the release of the iconic song that we all love in Australia called The Horses. And to mark the occasion today on Malloy in studio right now, the great Daryl Braithwaite. Hello, Daryl. Hello, Daryl. How are you both? Oh, mate. Uh, musical royalty yeah. in this country, I have to say. <laughs> you know, you are. Yeah. And no. I cannot think of a more iconic song to commemorate 30 years of on this. Forget Australia Day, on yeah. Daryl Braith Day. Yeah. I mean, this is Daryl Braith Day. This Brilliant. is as, as good as it gets. Daryl, let's go back to the beginning. Um, 30 years ago today, a legend was born. Mm. How, tell me how it came about. Did you perform this live first, or did this go straight onto an no. album? How did it come about? No, Mick, we, um, we were finishing off the recording of the Rise album, and there was room for one more track. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently. And yes. so I went home and uh, I'd been advised to have a listen to the Ricky Lee Jones album, um, yep. Satellite Cowboys. And so I, I had that at home, pulled it out, played it. The first song was The Horses. And I thought, God, how good is that? <laughs> and um, it reminded me in the same vein of um, maybe as the days go by, as tempo mm. or something Correct. you feel. Mm. Yeah. But, Anyway, I took it into the studio the next day, played it to Simon Hussey, who produced both yeah. Edge and Rise albums, and he uh, he said, "Hmm, okay, well, we'll give that a go." Um, <laughs> and I don't think I don't think Sony or C- Sony at that time were over the moon. They <laughs> thought we're a hundred percent behind the right. horses. No, I think they thought Daryl's lost his marbles. But they, <laughs> that's all right. It'll be an album track, and yeah. it'll be on the end, but. Uh, don't worry, they'll all be taking the credit for it now. Oh, yeah, I, 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 said Darryl, <laughs> yeah. I said to Daryl, I said, Daryl, you've got but anyway, to said, the horses. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. And then uh, yeah. we recorded it and um, second, I think it became the second single. Second right. single. Off and when album. did you and how? when did yeah. you first perform it live? Because I'm guessing that's when you would have got the first idea we're of what you were sitting on and mm. the emotional connection the Australian audience would have to this song. Um, I, I reckon it would have been on the... Uh, possibly on the Rise tour, and I've got a feeling that we had the horses somewhere around six or seven in the running order, so it wasn't last or whatever. And I think over the next uh, couple of months, um, and then it it was released Mm. as a single, then around May I think it it got to number one. So it uh, it took priority and... Ended up as the last song <laughs> of the night. <laughs> I, I can't imagine you doing much after the horses. And did people? Did the crowd start singing along instinctively yeah. with you at that stage? Did it? Did, did it light up straight away? I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I've got a feeling that they didn't. I think mm. they just, because um, it would have been uh, not somber, but I mean, we would have been doing a serious set. You yes. know what I mean? Of, okay. Mm. And so hey. no, no singing, no that sort of stuff. The James well, Rain approach, you know? No, the James Rain approach, yes. he, by the way, he came on our show and, yeah. and told, told us that you still answered the phone. Hello, King of Pop, 1975 <laughs> to 77. <laughs> He's such a liar, isn't he? <laughs> well, do you know what he yeah. also did? Well, yeah. while we're down the James Rain track, he yeah. said, because I said, surely you would have inducted uh, Daryl yeah, at yeah. one of his things, and he said, well, he was supposed to. But he was unavailable, mm. and unless he's talking horseshit, he <laughs> said, I was supposed to do it, I couldn't do it. Then they got some some idiot named Jimmy Barnes or something to do it. 
And he then, uh, listen to me, before, yeah. you, before you respond, he, he, play, he told us what he was going to say yeah. if he inducted you yes. into the Hall of Fame. This was what he had prepared. Go, Dave. Yep. I don't know if your <laughs> listeners would have heard of Noel Coward, but Noel yes, Coward had a fabulous do. poem called Don't Put Your Daughter on the Stage, Mrs Worthington, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> Which is a great piece of show business advice. And I stupidly, all my fault, I didn't realise I was also doing a gig for the St Kilda Mission on the same night I was supposed yes. to induct Daryl, yeah. so I couldn't induct him. So Jimmy Barnes inducted yes. him. But I did find, since I've been sitting out there, I yes. found, oh, it's four verses, I won't read Please. it. Please. Yeah. But I've got uh, what I was going to read about Daryl. Did you have to put your son up on the stage, Mrs Braithwaite? Did you have to put your son up on the stage? <laughs> the profession's overcrowded and the struggle's pretty tough and admitting the thing that he's burning to sing isn't really quite enough. <laughs> he's got the looks, I must admit, to give the guy his due and a voice like chiming silver bells over dulcet mountains flew. But shameless, endless versions of horses at his age. <laughs> I repeat, Mrs Braithwaite, sweet Mrs Braithwaite, did you have to put your son up on the stage? Oh, well done. <laughs> How gorgeous is that? That's awesome. No, he he did he 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 did have the um, he he was going to induct us, but then uh, something came mm. up, and so they got Jimmy. But Jimmy did a good job. But I remember <laughs> James reading that to me, and I just. Yeah. I had tears in my eyes. I thought, my God, how good will that be? Yep. It'll be. It, it would indeed. Yeah. Now let's talk about the Cox Plate again. The horses has become iconic, but yep. one of the most iconic races in Australia is the Cox Plate, and I don't think there's anyone in this country who's unaffected by the performance of horses on the day prior to the Cox Plate when it goes up. Uh, yeah. It's one of the greatest bits of crowd involvement I've ever seen. Do you look forward to that every year? Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's um, and all we hope for is that it that it doesn't rain, yep. and uh, that they they that they get the um the timing right yeah. as far as when we're out on the course. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yes. So if yes. the horses are coming out, <laughs> yeah. it's not good for us to be out there because <laughs> one year we were there and we were playing that song, the horses, mm. and we're into the final chorus. That's the and they were pulling the stage down oh, behind no, us. <laughs> and we just looked at each other and went, wow, that's, that good this. <laughs> the, the roadies Show are bunking business. out already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, we were in, we were in uh, serious trouble yeah. for going over. But it was just their timing was yeah. wrong. But my, it's my, I've got one beef with it, Daryl. It's a bit of a lazy performance. You, you, it's your day. You're on the big stage. You, you insist on making the crowd sing half the song. Yeah, One line for me, one <laughs> line for you. I mean, come I know. on. I know. It's, um, I, I've actually, somebody actually asked me that this morning or put mm. that question to me of, are you lazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know him, Sam. And well, he can talk. The yeah. laziest oh, man in breakfast radio. Yeah, yeah no, God, yeah. But anyway, he <laughs> he said that, and I had to answer him firmly and say, "Look, it it's fine. It's uh, you know, it's something that's evolved, and I have cut it back from whatever it was, fifteen minutes down to seven or eight. <laughs> yes. So." Uh, but it seems like the people like to sing it. They love it. Of course, it. They, of course do. they do. It's... I particularly thought of you last year with the Cox Plate and the Grand Final on the one day. What I really wanted to see was you doing a horses at the Grand Final and then getting up and doing it the same day yeah. at the Grand Final. Have you done it at the Grand Final of, of any code? Have you been asked to do that uh, yet? I think, I think we have. Oh, hang on. Maybe we've just done a, a chorus of it, you know, right. where they have about six yeah, of you yeah, up yeah, there yeah. doing part of your song. But yeah. We, we've done that and we have done, which was 
really fantastic to be involved with was the NRL grand yeah. final uh, about two years ago. Wonderful. Well, I'd like you to do, do a version of the horses dedicated to Shetlands. <laughs> if you could do that at some stage for me, that would be Absolutely. wonderful. Daryl, thank I you for sweet, sweet. Yeah, no, I can try it. Leave it with me. <laughs> yeah. hey, and then the I'll be in the film clip. We okay. have, I'll be on a film clip riding oh, a Shetland. not the well, film clip. <laughs> let's get together. Right, congratulations. Yeah, 30 years uh, today. You know what? There's a big conversation about national anthems in this country. Oh, I don't know anyone who would argue yep. with Daryl Braithwaite's version in of the, the horses being uh, oh. something to represent this country on the world stage. Hey, by can the people, way. Can people get something to yeah. commemorate this occasion? 30th anniversary. What you can do, you can go to the threadshop.com.au uh, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the horses. There's some great merch there. You've got uh, there's bucket hats, there's tote bags, there's, uh, Come on. there's sweaters and T-shirts. Surf- Board. Surfboard as well. It's amazing. <laughs> how do you how do you uh, relate a surfboard to the horses? <laughs> I don't know, but it looks good. Is there, a sign, is there a signed picture of you in the bath with bubbles over your knackers? <laughs> no. Which is still no, my favourite picture an old the photo, days. It's, Nick. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see a recreation of, of that. Right. Maybe. Oh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, no, uh, thank you for coming in on this special day, Daryl Braith Day. You're thank a legend. You, yeah, we, we love you. you. you and have we got it? Yeah, we got All it. rise we are for, the, it right for the anthem. Thank you. It's horses. By the way, the 30th anniversary of that merchandise, you can get threadshop.com.au. Threadshop.com.au. What a, what a thrill. What a pleasure. The great Daryl Braithwaite. And right now, it is the horses. You're listening to Malloy. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Very special day. That song is part of our psyche, our cultural really psyche. Is. It's just. And it's generations, isn't it? Like it's young kids. My kids, they're teenagers. They love it. And then you the old. You find you know, people who win a flag start singing it spontaneously. Spontaneously in their dressing rooms, yep. it's just because it's a it's a it's a great drunken song. It's a great <laughs> special occasion song. Good karaoke uh, song. It's good fun. Mm. No one gets hurt, and that's what we're like. Well, I, when I said I forgot to ask him if he'd do a duet with me. Well, he was going to start singing. That's the way with the Shetlands, but um, we ran out of time in the end. So oh, maybe yeah. next time we get him in. Me and him do a duet, and yep. the clip is me writing lots of Shetlands. Yeah. Does it need cowbell? Spice. That's your signature. Not cowbell. Don't, don't go and sully it. Oh, like I beg your pardon. Um, horses. Is there any? I'm trying to think in my movie ride like we because we were talking about this the other day yeah. about sporting stars making cameos in films. Yeah, and I we were talking about it because I got it wrong. You did. A rare one of the rare occasions doesn't happen often. I've no. misfired because <laughs> right. uh, I said. Joe Montagna had been in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was Dan no. Marino, of course, which yeah, I should have known because it was yeah. the Naomi Dolphins. The Dolphin was stolen. Should have made perfect sense. It yeah. didn't. No, you got that one wrong. Anyway, we started talking off air mm. about uh, cameos. Yeah. Uh, have we got the bit from Dan Marino? Yeah, this in, is from Ace, Ace Ventura. Yeah. One of my favourite films, by the way. My, bo- my boys already love Jim Carrey. Do they? And uh, I've shown them an Ace Ventura right up there. Oh, yeah, Animals the and this. But uh, have a listen to this bit of Dan Marino. My esteemed colleague, Mr. Marino, <laughs> has just brought some new evidence to my attention. If the lieutenant is indeed a woman, would a real woman be missing these? <laughs> well, fortunately, there was no Dan Marino. In there. Oh, <laughs> Actually, I thought we might hear some Dan Marino, given that he's the... Subject of the uh, well, got the setup, but not the payoff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Send me my office okay. <laughs> after the show. Have you got one? Have you got one? I was thinking about, and that's not a movie, but because uh, uh, I love Seinfeld, and I always remember um, Keith Hernandez was um, part of uh, <laughs> yes. part of. I've got the clip here. Take a listen. Look at this guy. 
because you have to stretch in here. You know who that is? That's, that's Keith Hernandez. Hey, should we say something to him? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he loves to hear from fans in the locker room. Well, he could say hello to me. I wouldn't mind. He's Keith Hernandez. <laughs> You're Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Love Keith Hernandez. <laughs> Uh, not bad. Jay, Jay, you're a huge sporting nut. I love a few, uh, Have yeah. you got a famous cameo? Well, my favourite is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in uh, Flying oh, yeah, High yeah, Airplane yeah. from when in I was a flying kid. Flying High. Now, now, I love... Flying High is one of the greats, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, classic. Made by the same people who made... Uh, uh, what was the one OJ was in? The Naked Gun. Yeah. The Naked Gun. But See, there's a sports cameo that... Oh, It's yeah. kind of not quite as funny when you watch it. <laughs> yeah. Now. Um, but you've got uh, who was it? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's one of the most iconic figures in the world. You you can't miss him, can you? No, he he is awesome, and he plays one of the co-pilots in Flying High, and I just I love yeah. everything about it. Take a listen. Climbing to cruise at forty-two thousand. We'll report again over Lincoln. Over and out. Wait a minute! <laughs> I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. (laughs) Fantastic stuff. He was also in a Bruce Lee film, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, Enter the Dragon. Was that the one that he was in? Hey, you get the idea. One triple three five three. Want to get involved? Let us know your favourite cameo from a sporting star in a movie. Uh, There's cases of the Brick Lane Draft, the legendary Mm. Brick Lane Draft to give away. All right, one triple three five three. Call now. For the drive home, this is Malloy. Jim Jeffries is going to join us in around oh, 30 minutes from now. Gone wild, been a Thursday and all, but we're taking your calls right now, One triple three five three. We're talking about uh, athlete cameos in movies and TV. We love our sports stars and we don't mind them popping up in our favourite films from time to time. I mentioned OJ Simpson turned up in The Naked Gun. You got a clip? Yeah, listen. Who were they? Ship. Boat. That's right, Nordberg, a boat. Now, when you're better, we'll go sailing together on a boat. We'll take a cruise just like last no. year. Drugs. Hey, nurse. Quick, give this man some drugs. Quick, can't you see he's in pain? No. Give him a shot, quickly. No. Heroin. Heroin, Frank. Nordberg, that's a pretty tall order. You're going to have to give me a couple of days on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get the idea. One of the funniest scenes I've ever seen is where he puts his hand on a fry pan, bangs his head, falls backwards out a window. It's one of the great pieces of slapstick comedy. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it's just not quite as funny ah, uh, once he realised he stabbed yeah. a couple of people. Yeah, someone. Yeah. Uh, there was a bit of physical uh, <laughs> yeah, greatness. Right. What about, yeah. uh, speaking of disgraced mm-hmm. sports stars, uh, Lance Armstrong. Now, he's made a cameo in a few films. And yeah. again, they kind of have lost their luster because yeah. uh, well, he's not quite as yeah. great as he used to be. you got Lance Armstrong in Dodgeball. I think you better hurry up or you're going to be late. Actually, I decided to quit. Lance. Quit. You know, once I was thinking about quitting when I was diagnosed with brain, lung, and testicular cancer all at the same time. But with the love and support of my friends and family, I got back on the bike and I won the Tour de France five times in a row. But I'm sure you have a good reason to quit. (laughs) (laughs) He did it with one testicle. I've always said, if you're going to choose a sport Mm -hmm. and you've only got one testicle, why would you take up cycling? (laughs) Where do you have to get round in Lycra? People are going to do a stock takedown there. 
You can, you can see everything. Yeah, that's you true. You go and go, oh, my yeah. God, look at that he's, cyclist. He yeah. seems to only have one test. Bit light on. Yeah. Bit light, bit light on in the downstairs department. <laughs> Tim's on the line. Hey, Tim, uh, who's the sports star doing a cameo? G'day, Mick. G'day, boys. How are you today? Yeah, good, good. Who's the sports star? Tom Brady in Ted 2, where they try oh, and steal his sperm. That's right. <laughs> it was, do we have any scenes from Ted 2? Because that is a bloody funny scene, and one of the most creepy, uh, when he goes to the sperm hospital and tips, uh, well, let's just say, <laughs> shelf after shelf, <laughs> after shelf of uh, procured goods on himself. Tim, good call. Case of Brick Lane coming your way, big fella. Anthony from Yarrawarra is on the line. Who's the, who's the athlete who did the cameo? Yeah, hi, boys. How are you? Um, Good. Yeah, it's uh, Mike Tyson in The Hangover. Oh, yeah. Classic. Iconic. One of the greats. Pet, uh, pet Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, any bits from that? Yeah, here he is. Do we Mike do? Tyson. Great. Mike Tyson. Truly bizarre, <laughs> that would get your attention. Uh, Mike Tyson singing along to Phil Collins in a hotel room after a big night. Wow. Yes. Uh, it's got it all. I feel like I was there. Bruce is on the line. Bruce calling from uh, the great township of Echuca. Bruce, uh, who was the star? What was the film? Who was the sports star? Yeah, g'day, boys. Uh, remember the club with Renee Kink? I think he's I love the, the, cl- the club is one of my favourite movies. It's uh, set in the world of AFL, of course. It had the late, great Frank Wilson starring in it, of course, from uh, Cracker Jack fame. And uh, that's where I got him. I saw that film and I went, get that guy. Really? He is bloody brilliant. But Renee he Kink, of course... Was famous for being a hairdresser, played for Collingwood, and one of the uh, well most thoroughbred killers to ever take a, the field. <laughs> he was, if, wasn't he? He's if he so desired, like the Incredible Hulk. He's he did. Built, that was his he? other nickname. Roberts on the mm. line. Thanks, Bruce. Roberts on the line. Uh, who was the sports star? What was the film? Uh, something about Mary. Brett Favre was in it <laughs> right yeah. at the end. Yeah, Again, right. one of my favourite yeah, films. Uh, yeah. and again, falls a bit. Sorry? The pronunciation of Joe Montana. It's Joe Montana, not Joe Montana. I say, I say Montana, mate. <laughs> uh, I say oh, Montana. You've been correct. I say it as spelt. Okay, well, it's M-O-N-T-A-N-A, the same as the state. Anyway, all good. You say it one way, I say it the other. Hang on a second. No, I love it. Hold the phone. I love it. I love it. Hey, stop the clock. Stop the clock. Robert, <laughs> have I pronounced that right? Have I got the O? Is the T silent? Robert, I, don't I like know, to say sure. Roberto. Yeah, that'll do. I don't, I don't mind what you call me. Back yourself, okay, so, All right, so you found Brett Favre. Is yeah, Brett Favre. Right? Yeah. No, Favre. It's spelled Favre. No, F-A-V-R-E, mate. Ask the American that's on there with you. Hey, hey, hey. Roberto. Yes. I'm calling it Brett Favre. Okay, who? Who, like uh, Joe Montagna, was a quarterback. Did you know that? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well Robert, done, what, would you want us to play a clip for this film or not? Well, it's up to you. It's your no. show. <laughs> oh, <come laughs> on. Is it? 
<laughs> is it Robert? I'm not so sure these days. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you want to do? Come in and fill in the know, when, I, when I started this phone call back in the 90s, I don't remember <laughs> the name now. <laughs> oh, uh, case of brick lane for Robert. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely, absolutely the pale not. Would be better. Love Mate, the pale ale. I, I don't. No pale ale for you. <laughs> yes. You know what he sounds like. Sounds like the type of guy who drink a a a diet lemonade shandy with diet beer. <laughs> he sounds sounds like he couldn't handle the full strength. That's a bit harsh. But <laughs> a bit harsh. He started it. <laughs> Yeah, I know what. Make sure you get the pronunciation, Montana. Montana. <laughs> Montana. How do you pronounce his F U C? Okay, don't. Okay, w I T. What's the correct pronunciation for? All right, we run out of time to play the clip. Did you want to go to our next call? Oh, well, just give me one more call. Jeez, oh, right. Robert's Robert's exhausted. He's, he's rattled you, hasn't he? Uh, hello, you've called Malloy. Who's this? Who's this? Hello, hello. Oh, Artem. Oh, Artem. Hartson, what are you doing ringing up our caller segment? What are you? What's up? I want to, I want to suggest uh, Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Michael Jordan in Space Jam, a case of Brick Lane for oh, Adam. Bang. That'd be second I, case now. And, I, I, Adam, and how, I want how, to go back to that Joe Montana thing. Do you really think it's pronounced Montana? <laughs> it is Montana. <laughs> I mean, I was dying <laughs> laughing here. <laughs> I really hope you're kidding there. Okay. Okay, you know what? Hey, Adam, I'm blocking you. No, you're not. No, no, no. Oh, come Adam on. he's blocked. No, back he, yourself in, Adam. You're absolutely he, he, correct. He's absolutely blocked, and I hope <laughs> I hope you never get no. out of lockdown. You know oh. what? You, you've turned. You, <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put down your surly attitude you know, <laughs> to being locked up. For so long that you're turning on the people who love you the most. I think I think you had something to do with the fact that we're uh, staying an extra day here in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Is that right? An extra day? Well, we're coming out tomorrow night. We were hoping to come out tomorrow morning, but we're coming out tomorrow night at midnight. All right. Well, good luck with that. Block him. No, everyone. we're not going to block no, him. We love Artem, <laughs> and we appreciate all the calls that come through. Good luck tomorrow, Artem. We'll check in with you soon. Artem Sitak, the world's number 78 in tennis. Uh, this is Robert, Malloy. What a dickhead. Whew. Deep breaths, everybody. All right, up next is the Song Whisperer. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. Coming up in just a moment. We're going to uh, fire up the satellite and check in with Jim Jeffries from the United States. He's just Did minutes away. you put a away. trace on that call? Did you put a trace on the call from Robert? <laughs> Robert from Juni. Uh, oh, Robert from Juni. Uh, well, he called good. back. He called back while we were in the song to let what us know that say? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was not in Enter the Dragon. <laughs> he was in Game of Death. This, this guy's a genuine menace. Oh, what are we going to do about him? Have you, have you want to block him? Or? No, no. no. I don't you didn't send him any brick lanes, did you? Yes, he's got a slab of brick lane coming his way. I love it. Yeah, the truth yeah. shall a, set a light, you free. A light beer shandy with diet lemonade <laughs> would be about all that Robert can handle. <laughs> Call any time, Robert. You're Who's Anthony yes. from Warrywood? He's ringing up saying, am I all right? I sound rattled. Oh, has it thrown you? Has he challenged no. you? Well, are you agreeing with Anthony now? Well, you Who side ha- are you on, by the way? Thanks for all your support, by the way, during that. Well, camp, it is Joe though. Montana, isn't it? That's that's uh, his oh, name. I say Montana. Oh, I but there was Joey Montana who played for St Kilda. I call the state Montana. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Robert. Gee. Just, you know, Just correcting the shot, I don't mind. You got his number? Yes, we do. Call him about three in the morning. <laughs> take this take this argument up. <laughs> hey, uh, it's time for the Whisperer. Come on, let's go. Right. the song Whisperer. Oh, hey, Paul's on the line. Can we, can we, can we take Paul quickly? Uh, yes, this will explain absolutely yeah. everything. I'm Hello, Paul. Me. 
G'day, Paul. How hey. are you? What do you want to say Good. about Dunee? You want to be careful, Mick, because there's actually a jail there, and that's where Robert might be based. Oh, I'm telling you, that's exactly where he was calling from. It was probably he his one, one free phone, phone call. call. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably, you know he's ringing on? One of those phones in front of the glass. Yeah. Probably in an orange jumpsuit. Hi. <laughs> send, me, send me some brick lane. In June, eh? I don't, I don't want to know how you found that out, Paul, but there's a slab of brick lane coming your way, big fella. Yeah. Well done. There you go, mate. All right, Jay. Synopsis, right. please. This guy is feeling sorry for himself. He views himself as the king of his own mental jungle, but he lacks the fortitude to take responsibility and address his feelings. The only thing he does is ask the person he's hurt to confirm that he's the jackass who screwed up. Hey, I really screwed that up, huh? No answer. Hey, I'm asking you a question. I was a real knucklehead there, wasn't I? No answer. Hey, wasn't I? Wasn't I a jerk? The answer never comes. Is it about Robert from Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it I'm an asshole? Oh. I'm an oh. asshole. That's a good guess. That is a good what? guess, but it's uh, like Joe Montana. It's wrong. Oh, you've been corrected by the American. Uh, see me in my office, everybody, wherever that is. Um, Dave, okay, Dave, you're supposed to be the no, musical you're talking powerhouse, about a lot of the questions. brains. No, no, I'm just thinking song whisper. You're talking about like, don't ask me questions or lots of questions. Uh, what about this song? I played the wrong bit. Hang on a minute. What about, <laughs> what about this song? <laughs> Graham Parker, hey Lord, don't ask me questions. Is that right, Song Whisperer? Neither bit is correct. All right. Okay. Nah. All right. Well, if you do know, one triple three five three. <laughs> Take it shitty, mate. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> just a guess. Wasn't okay. Well, not was the one we decided to go with. Montana, Montana. Well, I tell you what, we have is a hundred dollars to use at any. Uh... <laughs> I'm not rattled. Who you said I was rattled? That was uh, someone from... Get him um, back. $100, $100 uh, worth of vouchers uh, like Iconic, Netflix, Amazon, Uber Eats and more to win if you correctly identified the song from the song. Robert's from Dooney. Yeah. one triple three five three. This is Malloy, Triple M. This is Malloy. To gather back around your wireless people, here comes the big second hour of Malloy. And it's going to be a cracker, just like the first. We're very excited. Jim Jeffries Can't is wait. in the house. We're going to connect with him live in LA. I wonder whether his get... dad got that uh, brick lane that uh, that you sent, remember? I sent him the brick lane. Brick lane. Yeah. Well, you'd hope he would have received yeah, yeah. it and uh, guzzled it over the Christmas period. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. We've got gone wild, but let's start at the top with this bloke. the song whisperer. Jay, I'm going to need that crazy, wacky uh, synopsis again. You got it, Mick. No one will get this, by the way. I I think someone will. This guy is feeling sorry for himself. He views himself as the king of his own mental jungle, but he lacks the fortitude to take responsibility and address his failings. The only thing he does is ask the person he's hurt to confirm that he is, in fact, the jackass who screwed up. Hey, I really screwed that up, huh? No answer. Hey, I'm asking you a question. I was a real knucklehead there, wasn't I? No answer. Hey, wasn't I? Wasn't I a jerk? The answer never comes. Jay's gone bye-byes, by the way. Jay's gone nuts. And good luck if that goes off. Let's check in with Caroline. Uh, Caroline, have a crack. I think it's Little Lion Man. Oh, Mumper and Son. It was not your fault but mine. And it was your heart on the line. Yeah, well, I really wouldn't have thought so. Jay? Mm. Well, you know, Mick, the, the first caller is never right. No, it's 
Uh-huh. Except for today, oh! Caroline. You're right. Oh, my God. I am having a shocker. <laughs> I am having no. a... No good. Well done, Caroline. Start Thank off the bat. You. What, was the, what was the giveaway for you, Caroline? Uh, I think it's the main chorus. The chorus yeah. gave it away of the song, yeah. Because he really did stuff it up. <laughs> what do you do, Caroline? What do you? What's your? Um, I'm a dog groomer. Are you? Awesome. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. Okay, what's yes. your favourite dog to groom? Oh my goodness, I don't know. I think a poodle. Yeah. I just because. Yeah, but that would be difficult because they've got the curly hair. It's a bit afro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but... I'm guessing their owners are fairly particular, <laughs> are they? Yeah, you can be adventurous with the poodle with the curly hair. Do you ever get? What about a giant poodle? I love, I love the giant oh, poodles that are shaved. Yes. You know yes. those giant poodles that are shaved and they look like wearing those Moscow hats? That's right. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and then the leggings. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is that fun? Love it. Love hey, it. What's, what's the worst to grow? What's oh, yeah. the worst? Oh, I just had a conversation with whoever answered the phone about this and he actually has these dogs. Um, anything that really ends with oodles. So the mixed breed <laughs> can be pretty pedantic. Yeah. Anything so, that ends with um, oodle. What about uh, Shih Tzu? Do you, do you clip Shih Tzu? Oh, yeah, yeah, they can be naughty. They yeah. tend to bite. They're very yeah. nippy. You know what a Shih Tzu is? Is that a big joke in dog groomer circles? Um, yeah, it can be. My yep. favourite is a, um, a Jack Russell cross yeah. Shih Tzu. So it's a jack shit. Okay. Well, I think we're done, Caroline. You said to say. You've got $100 to use at hundreds of awesome. providers, including Coles, well Netflix, Amazon, Uber Eats, Thank and more. Here it is, Mumford and Sons. Little Lion Man. Up next, it's Jim Jeffries. This is Malloy. Let's fire up the satellite. Let's plug in to Los Angeles in the United States oh, and have a no. chat with Jim Jeffries yes. on Malloy. Big Jim. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm back again. First for the year. Yep. Great to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I haven't moved, mate. <laughs> I haven't moved. I've just been here. And Waiting for us. Every time your radio show goes, have you got any new stories, Jim? Not if it doesn't involve Lego. <laughs> I haven't got much. <laughs> do you notice anything different about the show from our end? Yeah. Where's Jane? What did you do to her? Yeah. It's before the courts. I can't oh, talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Can I tell you in all honesty, she, she got five children at home and she said she wanted to come to work to relax, not to come and have to look after a sixth child for two or three hours. <laughs> so I've just chalked it up to another significant relationship with a woman that didn't last as long as I would have liked it to. <laughs> hey, what's been happening in America mm. since we saw you last? I've been vaccinated. I'm, I'm a vaccinated oh. person. I, I jumped the queue. Is that right? Not in a nasty way. Are you a health worker? Are yeah. you over 70? Are you... I have made myself a frontline responder. Oh. So what I do is I stand out at the car park where they get vaccinated. Yes. I push traffic in different directions. <laughs> Go over this way. <laughs> oh, your, your dad's 90. You, you can get a vaccination. <laughs> I, I, I steer traffic around. And people recognise me there. I'm wearing a mask, but the voice is very yeah, distinct. They can tell who it is. So you're all juke jabbed up. Yeah, but people think that I'm just a really good guy who's helping out. They don't know that I'm a selfish bastard who wanted to get the vaccination for myself. So I'm just like, it's what I wanted to do for the community. Yeah. You go over to that column and I lift a few boxes. That's oh, well it. Done. I, I like it. So you're sorting out. You're kind of working out who gets in the lifeboats on the Titanic. or mm. It's like Sophie's Choice. It's Jim's Choice. Yeah, have you ever watched Sophie's Choice, though? She she gave up the daughter very quickly. <laughs> I, I, everyone always goes about Sophie's Choice. Oh, this is a real Sophie's Choice. She, she didn't take long to plan it out. Meryl Street was there and they go, we have to take one of your kids to get died in the gas chambers. And she went... 
take the daughter. <laughs> like she, she did it that quickly. Well, I've got twin boys. It'd be easy. I'd be say, just get Lenny. Take Lenny. <laughs> go. <laughs> see you later. Hear this? That's awful. That's the way it works. You know, people say you don't have a favourite. You do. Oh no, no. My my mother always said that she didn't have a favourite. Right? Yeah. She used to tell me all the time, "Oh, you're my favourite. You're my favourite." Like this, yeah. right? Anyway, after she died, both me brothers, we all got together, and she goes. She always pulled me aside and said, you're all the favourite. Well, I remember my mum. I thought I was her favourite because, you know, mum used to, up until recently, do my washing. Yeah, what was the other child like? You were the favourite? Well, I thought I was, but I've got another brother who revealed to me that mum used to iron his underpants. And when I heard this... I have stormed round to my mother's place, kicked the door down, thrown my washing on the ground and said, I have no mother. <laughs> and because and, and she explained it. She said, no, he wears boxes, you wear briefs. And I'm going, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it ni- doesn't Nicely matter. ironed underwear. That gives a new term to stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember from WA, where I know you went to singing school? I did. A musical theatre star. I'm a song and dance man. What? I'm a song and dance man. Yeah. But uh, Lang Hancock's wife... Rose Porteous Hancock, you know, I was kind of jury out on her. Yeah. And then I found out she ironed Lang Hancock's underpants, and I went, oh, that's a keeper. <laughs> Especially when you consider the size that Lang Hancock's yeah. underpants would be. She must have lined three ironing boards up together <laughs> and then had to run along the whole bloody thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, they would have had to fold them like a military flag. Yeah. Oh. Two people coming in from either end. Speaking of flags, I have an issue with flags. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, sure, go for it. People love flags. They love flags. America, they love flags. Yeah. Australia, they love flags, right? Yeah. And they're always like, oh, whenever you fold a flag, do it triangle to triangle. Don't let it touch the ground. It's precious. Yes. It's a flag. Yeah. The Americans are mental for it. Yet they make G-strings <laughs> for 4th of July out of flags. You can put this flag up your ass and we won't have a problem with it. But heaven forbid this one touches the ground. <laughs> no, I hear you. I, I, I've got to say, I, the, the Australian flag bikini is still one of the, the most erotic items in the arsenal. I am yet to see a human being carrying a flag who isn't being a complete dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's someone walking down the street with their flag on their yeah. shoulder, they're up to no good. <laughs> No. Everyone's always like, oh, this is my flag. The Confederation yeah. flag. They, they stormed the Capitol. I was there. Were you there? I was the guy in the Viking hat. No one, <laughs> no one pulled me up on it. I wear a Viking hat all day anyway. You know I mean? It's no different for me. I was just asking for directions. My favourite bit of footage from uh, the insurrection, uh, if that's what we're calling it, or sedition, had to be that when they stormed the Capitol building, right, and all the maddies, they're climbing in, mm. they're coming up, they're shimmying up poles, they, they barge through the police lines. As they enter the foyer of the Capitol building, they all still stay between the ropes. <laughs> 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 they, they come through and I go... This is the most polite storming of a seat of government I've ever seen. I like the first bit where they proved you can get over walls very easily. <laughs> you know, right. hey, they did a good job, those Capitol Police. It's funny because my, my father's like, he's not a QAnon guy, but he, he loves Trump. Yes. He loves Trump and he's got some weird opinions, me dad. Sure. But my dad can't use the internet. Right? How did he come up with these things? He, he's, How's he, he getting him? Who's feeding my dad the information? My dad's Tinder page is basically like a page of paper with little tear-off numbers like you got guitar lessons. What an insurrection it was. Hey, mate, I want to talk to you more about that. We're going to take a quick break and come back. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on, on that, on the inauguration 
And talk about this vaccine you've got. Uh, my penis is shrinking. My breasts are coming in really well. That's all I need to know. I thought it was just me. All we'll right. be back after this. Jim Jeffries is with us. This is Malloy on Triple M. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Jim Jeffries, uh, Jim's dad, has received a special gift from this very show, which is fantastic. Uh, Brick Lane, which has been given away today as well. So, oh, Do you like the beer? Well, I'll tell you what happened with the beer, right? <laughs> so we did the show. And by the way, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you for being part of our pub shout. You You're said, wonderful. do you want some beer? And I said, I love some beer, but I live in America. And you went, oh, that's right. And you go, is there anyone you still love in Australia? And I thought about it for a while. And I said, send the beer to me, Dad. Awesome. Yeah. I forgot yeah. all about this. I just said that as a flippant comment. Just send the beer to me, Dad. Yeah. Me Dad gets the beer. Obviously, he's not a nice person because he didn't expect that anyone would ever send him a gift. So he assumed yeah. that these beers were meant for the next door neighbour or something like that. So he drank a couple of the beers on the sneak, right? And he thought, oh, I better not get in trouble for this. There's a couple of beers. Now, I forgot all about that. Cut to a month later, yeah. I send him, uh, because he's old, he's given away things in his life. He doesn't want material things. I send him a Christmas hamper full of nuts and yeah. berries and grapes and wine and all that type of stuff. I think that would be nice for him Good for Christmas. Yeah. He's so Perfect. worried by people sending him gifts. No one's ever sent him a gift before. <laughs> yeah. He's so confused that he rings my brother, who's a cop, and he goes, someone's sending me boxes of stuff. <laughs> It happened with beer a month ago. I think it's the terrorists. They're on to me. Yeah, the terrorists have come. The terrorists want to go out to St. Ives in Sydney and get my dad. That's why Al-Qaeda's all up for And he made my brother come out there with a Stanley knife and cut it open to make sure it didn't explode. Yeah. Hey, now listen, you, stole, you said you got a vaccine, but you're yeah. only half done. You've got to go back for the other. Would you Would you do the, the brand new, as introduced by China, the anal swab? I did it without anyone knowing <laughs> I was given it. Okay. It was just a fella in an alleyway. <laughs> it was just and when he was done, you asked for a second opinion. I thought I was getting a free drink. <laughs> an anal swab. I mean, you thought 2020 was bad. <laughs> Bend over and take one fair up the pooper. I mean... I, <laughs> Imagine if this was the greatest practical joke played by China of all time. Now they're trying to get everyone to yeah. bend over and take one. You know, I've been to a lot of my dim sum restaurants <laughs> in my day. I've never had that on a yum cha. Where they're going, a chicken feet, anal swab. Uh, it's great to get back on our first show. Yeah. We've already hit the high water mark, yeah. which is anal swabbing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a chimney sweep, you know? It's one of those, you know yeah. What, what a small British kid up there. What is, all right, okay, you like he's it. Like, they never let me learn how to read, Governor. All I've got to do is make my lawyer's ass now. All right, then, Governor. i get a tuppence out there. That's all I found up there. Give me one of those fair up the whooper. I found Dick Van Dyke up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what about the inauguration? Did you hear? Here's, here's the greatest missed opportunity. Can I play you this? Because, you know... They have singers and they have dare. You know, I mean, I, and I, I love who were the singers? Lady no, Gaga, Lady Gaga. Who I like. J Lo, J Lo. I, I, but I, I, they missed an opportunity because have a listen to J Lo saying, "What? What's this? What's this the, land is this our land, land is our land." Have yep. a listen. This is J Lo. This land is your land. Yeah, yeah. This land is my land. And on she goes, and it's mm. great. But do you know, sitting on that very stage was Bernie Sanders. Mm. Who has yeah. done a version of that song, and he was already there. Have a listen to this. This they could have closed the whole inauguration with a bit of this. As I went walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me 
that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. He's dressed like Tom Jones when he does it. So there's a bit of show. I had, on the Jim Jeffrey show, we, we, we were meant to interview uh, Bernie Sanders, and like an hour before, he texted me directly. I've got a text from Bernie Sanders. I, he goes, I'm going to call you. I'm so sorry, but I have another thing to do right now. Never got the call. <laughs> Obviously, the thing he had to do was buy some mittens. <laughs> like, like, what was... He never spoke to me. Mitten, do you know... Uh, He's, you know, that's turned up in porn now. He's, he's mittens. He wrote a porno. He wrote a porno. Who did? Bernie Sanders. He like wrote one really? or something. Oh, cut it out. Now. He did. He did. It was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> he wrote a. He wrote. You need another jab. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. you. Go check the internet. It never lies. <laughs> well, he's got his mittens on, so he can't get up to too much trouble. <laughs> Caddy, if you seen the point. Yeah, yeah, it was some guy masturbating with two mittens. It was pretty rough. It was it was hardcore. I think we're done here. There's a lot of pilling. <laughs> Bernie couldn't do any anal swabbing with those mittens. Yeah. His, his, his nickname wasn't Bernie before that. <laughs> Jim. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you once again. By the way, Jim's podcast, I don't know about that, uh, is available now wherever you get your podcast. What, what's on that? What, 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 I listen to your podcast, Jim. What am I tuning into? We've got an episode coming up about the human anatomy. We've got another one coming up. We've got astrology. <laughs> we've, got, we've got something about... It's just stuff you don't know about. Oh, wow. Well, I can't wait. And what's it called? I don't know about that with Jim Jeffries. Oh, shut up, Dave. Oh, sorry, I was that's just confirming funny. it so he would say it again. So if anyone who missed it... I don't know about that with Dave. Hey, you hear Dangerous Dave is his call time. He wants to drop his Dangerous. I don't know. I think, do think it's a bit 90s, don't you think, Jim? Like Dangerous Dave. Well, it's a radio moniker, but I... I... I used to hang out with Ugly Phil back in the well, day see? when he lived in Britain. The guy's not that ugly. <laughs> He's not good looking. <laughs> it should be called Slightly Overweight Awkward Face <laughs> Phil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so on that good. note, we will leave it. Good on you, Jim. Thanks, guys. The drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Gone wild. We got that right. Yesterday on the program, we unearthed a mother load of material related to goats. Who mm-hmm. knew that the goat was one of the dicks of the animal kingdom? Yeah. I had no idea. I'd, uh, I've been eating them for a while. I've enjoyed their shenanigans. Uh, but I had no idea the stuff, the annoying stuff they did. And it was brought to our attention by this bloke on Australia Day who embarrassed himself and the nation. Instead of getting bitten by a shark <laughs> or bitten by a crocodile yeah. or attacked by a snake or a spider, uh, he was uh, attacked from behind by a goat. Here's how it was reported. A 60-year-old man has been injured in a bizarre attack rammed by a goat and knocked to the ground while he was out walking in the Blue Mountains. The animal had to be herded away from the scene of the crime but watched on as paramedics <laughs> treated the man. Man's injured knee. Hang on. It's got a knee. That's all it is. Guy's just watching on as the guys loaded into three an ambulance. They called three ambulances. <laughs> but clearly the goat had eyes only oh, yeah. for that guy. So everyone else, it didn't attack the ambos or anything. Oh. It was just going, yeah, get, get that idiot on that. Ram him. Oh, man. So it, we opened up the calls and people called from everywhere. There was a, the, My favourite call was the policeman who had 15, came out and came, found 15 goats on his <laughs> cop car. Yeah, that's it. Went back down the station. They didn't believe him, so another copper drove up and then they came out and they <laughs> ruined another police everywhere. car. Everywhere. They are dicks. They Those are dicks. dicks of the animal kingdom. One triple three five three. What animal is an 
is a dick of the animal kingdom. Joe's on the line. Joe, you got another goat story for us? Yeah, here you go, Mick. Yeah, I have, mate. Yeah, far away. What happened? Mm. All right. Well, I, I run a panel beating shop, and anyway, yeah. I'm sort of reading the description of what's going on, and this guy reckons he's had a herd of goats on top of his uh, car. I was yeah. like, oh, here we go, mate. You know, I mean, you, you get a ball coming in, all sorts of stories coming along. Yeah. Anyway, sure enough, we get in, get his car, having a look over it, and every panel on his car has been dented. It's got little hoofs <laughs> on these goats all over, windows, the whole oh, lot. So no. the dented roof, boot, bonnet, cant rails, quarters, the whole lot, mate. It's like they've been running up the wall, <laughs> jumping all over, and they're skidding down the bloody the, um, the well, windows hey, and of, stuff. What kind of car was it? The, the BMW. Oh, <laughs> no. Goats are dicks. Goats oh, are yeah. dicks. Yeah. And, and, and did you fix it? Could you fix the car? Uh, mate, that one went to God, mate. <laughs> off the manhole, I'm sorry. That one, it was all done. It was a write-off. Right imagine, right imagine working at the insurance office when that claim comes through. Yeah. Uh, BMW write-off, how so? Attacked by goats. <laughs> hey, Joe, Slab of Brick yes, Lane mate. coming your way, mate. Oh, you're a good man, Well Nick. done. Love the All show, right. mate. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you. You too, mate. Flip is on the line. Flip, uh, you got a goat issue? How you going? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, you've had uh, a run in with a goat yourself? or No, no, it's, uh, it's actual wifey. Um, we call her goat finger. She had a bit of feeding the goat a bit of grass when she was young and it gave her a chomp on the finger and deformed her finger, so we call her goat finger. <laughs> that goat knew what it was doing. <laughs> goat <laughs> finger. Yeah. Has she ever forgiven the goat, by the way? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you call it goat finger? Yeah. Oh, do you want to spend that one wisely? And does she <laughs> does she hate goats? If yeah. she's is she oh, considered goat? She just hates goat finger. <laughs> Flip. Hey, slab of brick lane coming well your way. One triple three five three. Give us a call yep. and let us know. It doesn't have to be a goat. Yeah. What animal? What, what are the dicks of the animal? Biggest kingdom? dicks in the animal kingdom. One triple three five three. The drive home. This is Malloy. It has gone wild on Malloy and it's gone crazy again for goats, it seems. Um, one triple three five three. We're talking about the biggest dick in the uh, the animal kingdom. And, uh, the biggest dicks. Goats and right look, up we've there. got a couple of other calls yeah. with, with, that involve animals we may or may not get to, but the overriding opinion here is that the goat is the biggest dick in the animal kingdom. Matt's on the line, Matt. You had to run in with a goat? Yes, mate, I did. G'day, mate. What happened? Uh, Long time listener. Good um, when when uh, there was three three of us kids, uh, my parents thought it would be a good idea to all get us goats. Yeah. And anyway, we lived on a property on a big hill. I fell off my uh, BMX one day and my dad's come running up to help me and as he's bent over to pick me up, the goats come running up, <laughs> headbutted him straight up the butt. Oh. And my dad was a big fella, and he went rolling down the hill. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, funny enough, um, the goats yeah. seemed to disappear after one after the other. <laughs> oh, yeah, did right. it? Yeah, well, uh, the goats' days were numbered. So the yeah. goat didn't want your dad to help you after mm. you fell off the BMX. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's, a, that's a dick. It's a dick that's move. a giant dick. Yeah, Slam brick lane yeah. for you. Well done, Thanks, Matt. Matt. <laughs> uh, Bo's on the line. Bo, running with a goat. Yeah, mate. Uh, mechanic by trade, helping out a mate. So working underneath a car on jack stands, not a whole lot of room to move around. And uh, goat decided its favourite pastime is to run up underneath the car and start headbutting me in the rear. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, mate. So you're a mechanic. You're under a car. Yeah, yeah. You're doing your thing. And you get attacked by a goat. Yeah, but little, what, little, was it a little, local goat? Like goat. One of those little, little tiny pygmy goat things. Uh, so it's to run underneath the car and started headbutting me in the ribs. Did people believe you? Or? 
Uh, yeah, well, there's a couple of mates there too. We had a cockatoo that decided to do the same thing as well. It just started <laughs> pecking my legs and stuff. But uh, yeah, right, so cockatoo's a dick. Oh, Bob, Bob yeah. the cockatoo up there is one of the dicks of the animal kingdom. It's a bit of yeah, a mimic. It. It's a bit lippy. <laughs> Good on you, Bo. Slab of Brick Lane. The draft coming your way. Um, oh, we've got another goat call. It's Paul, I'm afraid. Paul, yep. What, what was your goat Mate, story? Mate, how are you doing? Yeah, good. What happened? Um, when I was in my 20s, mates and me rented a property in Warrandyte and the owner of the property insisted on having this idiot goat live, <laughs> live there. And this little bastard would, as soon as he'd see a car coming up the driveway, you could see him starting to walk backwards and wagging his little stumpy tail. Yeah. Waiting, He's on here. Waiting, yeah, waiting for somebody to get out of the car and he would just charge. <laughs> so it got to the point where we couldn't have visitors. We couldn't, like, like it was even stressful for us. I get it, inviting someone to the house. That is Paul's terrible, Paul. A, a typical goat behaviour. Yeah. Uh, you know what they call it? Acting the goat. I've just worked it out. <laughs> yep. He's acting the yeah. goat. You're acting like a giant dick. Good on you, Paul. Hey, uh, John's on the line. John, uh, you've got an interesting fact about uh, goats. Oh. John? Yes, I, ha- yes, I have, Mick. How you going? Far away. What, yeah, good, mate. What is what is it? Well, male billy goats in the wild, and even when they're tethered, like in, uh, yeah. you know, like in the town and that, yeah. They will, uh, they'll turn, put their head around, they'll lift their back leg, and they will pee all over their own head and in their own mouth. Ugh. So they <laughs> make to, to a what? bit more attractive. To attract women? Yeah, no, don't I'm we kidding. all? <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> if only so, you could, Mick. Okay. So you're telling me that it's quite common in goat circles for a bit of bubbling? <laughs> yeah. a, bit, a bit of goat yeah. bubbling is what it's yeah, called. Yeah. And that, that attracts the, the girls. Yeah. See, this is my problem with women, human women. Right. If they were just, they're not that easily impressed. <laughs> I mean, come on, girls. If I was to turn it on. Go bubbling. I didn't think I'd ever hear on radio anytime, anywhere, but uh, that happened today. Hey, uh, case of Brick Lane for John, uh, calling yeah, from uh, Wodonga as well. Are we done? Can we take these calls quickly? Yeah, we have we'll time, Jay. Yeah, come yeah, we'll on. Two non-goat stories. Anne, Anne, who's a, who's a dick of the, the yeah. wild? A mule. A mule. mule. You got that right. And why? Did you have an encounter? Uh, I was 10. We went for a family holiday to New Zealand. Uh, We were only there for three weeks. Uh, First week, I got the mumps. Second week was okay. (laughs) Third week, we went to Rotorua. And where we were staying in the motel, there was this like fenced-off paddock, and there were these two mules, donkeys, whatever. (laughs) And, you know, as, as your parents do, you know, we wanted to feed the yeah. The damn things. So <laughs> over we went, my sister and I, I'm the eldest. So I'm, you know, putting the bread through, feeding them bread, feeding his little mate, and he'd already had some, and the mm. little bastard went around the back of his mate and came on, and as I'm stretching my arm through the, <laughs> the fence, he bit me on the forearm. Oh, uh, he'd been bitten by a mule in Rotorua. How many people can say I that? Got, yeah, uh, well, that, uh, I don't know. How many? Mm. Oh. I bet you there's bloody not many. No, well, that's I bet true. you there's probably more than well, one. Well, especially when they're to... on a holiday as a 10-year-old. No, yeah, that's it. Like, uh, it, it made for a memorable vacation. We've got other calls for, for plovers or plovers, whatever you call them. We've had calls for emus. We've had a call for the kookaburra. Yeah. For the drive home, this this is Malloy. What a day it's been to uh, Daryl Braithwaite earlier. We've had Jim Jeffries as well. Missed any of the show? You can uh, catch up with the podcast at Malloy, wherever you get your podcast from. 
You got it. Mick Malloy, Triple M. Hey, and a big shout-out to our, our listeners from the great state of Queensland. A terrible story out of there that's broken hearts all around Australia. doesn't matter where you are. You can identify with that sen- the senseless, uh, well, passing of, of a couple, a pregnant woman, yeah. uh, at the hands of a, of, of a, of a silly, silly man. Mm. And it's caught everyone's attention. Oh, and heart goes out. It's obviously upset and... The psyche of, of everyone there, so thoughts... Uh, and you can put yourself uh, in their shoes as well. Like me and my, my wife last night were out walking our dog and we were talking about it going, this could be us. We're out walking the dog yep. and oh, just a senseless act as well. It's it just, just a terrible, senseless story. Yeah, um, so we're thinking of you. And we are indeed. Good on you, everyone. Yep. Uh, go Queensland. Hey, okay. um, uh, thanks to all our calls today, apart from Robert. <laughs> yeah, you've really got uh, Robert problems with him. Well, you said Joe, well, Joe Montagna. It's Joe Montagna. Well, it's Montana. Well, and he corrected you on that. So uh, I say Montagna. Well, that's his name, though. <laughs> and you were going to call them plovers, and they're plovers. So Jay, what are you? You waiting, like Jay? I can see you. Yeah, no, it's, it's Joe Montana. Yeah. yeah, it's the state of Montana. <laughs> and you, Joe Montana. You, you say Montana? Okay. Everyone say me Montana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, tomorrow, Dom Knight, Clown of the Week, John Bale, and more. That's Malloy. Now you're all caught up on the Malloy Drive Show.